In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Welcome back, everyone, to Call Waiting. It's me, Robin, and I just want to say today's episode is public humiliation, and we're going to get to the end when we get to the end, but what I did for public humiliation today that is going to be at the end is so humiliating that I don't know how I want to get through this entire episode, but we're going to get through it. You're like, Robin, what did you do? I will tell you at the end, but oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. (laughs) Okay. Hi, everyone. Before we get into today's episode, I want to thank everyone who got their tickets for Town Hall. If you didn't know, I am performing in New York City, Town Hall, and the New York Comedy Festival. Tickets uh, have been on sale, and you guys have been killing it. Uh, More than half the tickets have been sold, and I'm just so appreciative. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm also going to be in Seattle, San Diego, Phoenix, um, Detroit, Atlanta. I think I'm leaving out. Oh, Toronto, Vancouver. So get your tickets at robinshaw.com. And I'm just so grateful. So thank you guys. Okay, so today's episode, public humiliation. Now, I'm embarrassed every day of my life, but I think one of the worst public humiliations I ever had was I did karaoke, me and one of my girlfriends, this is years ago, years ago, we drove up to Niagara Falls and we were like 18 or 19, so we weren't like legally able to drink here, but the drinking age there was 18. I don't know if it still is. And so they have this like adult playground, they call it, which is a strip of bars, and we did a bar crawl. Halfway through, we end up in a karaoke bar. My friend Jen, who was a musical major, like she majored in music, (laughs) goes on stage, sings It's Raining Men, and the place had about 200 people in the bar are screaming for her. She's like bringing down the house. She's so good. Then I go on stage and I'm like, hi, everyone. (laughs) It's I'm Robin. I'm tone deaf. I'm so drunk, guys. And I bought just like this cute little tube top, right? So I felt like so cute and adorable. And I was like, I'm tone deaf. Sorry. And I start singing Madonna's Like a Prayer. You know, life is a mystery. Everyone must stand alone. Right, that one. I started singing it. Then the music starts getting fast. I start doing the running man. And when I started doing the running man, my tube top fell down below my boobies. I wasn't wearing a bra. And I had no clue again because I was drunk. So I'm doing the running man with my boobies flying everywhere, at smacking me in the face. <laughs> and the place is going nuts. And I don't know it's because my boobs are out. I just think I'm like fucking killing it. You know, everyone's like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. When you call my name, it's like a little prayer. And everyone's like, tits. And I'm like, I'm down on my knees. Boobies, you're gonna take you there. Right, I see my friend and she's on the floor like dead from embarrassment. I then like finish the song. I realize my boobs are out. I pick up my shirt. Place is just screaming, going nuts. I get my friend. I lift her up off the floor and the place is just screaming like boobies, boobies, boobies. We get through the crowd. We find out along the strip were screens showing what was going on in this specific karaoke bar. All night people were stopping us like, oh my God, it's the poop girl. Look, it's the poop girl. Like even at the continental breakfast the next morning, this like old man was 
was like, I saw your video on the screen, young lady. I was like, oh my God. Thankfully, this is before camera phones. So is there a tape somewhere out there of me karaokeing with my boobs out? Yes. Has it surfaced yet? <laughs> no. But let's just pray it stays in it. Actually, if you have that video, if you were in Canada in 2007, please send me that video. All right, guys. So today's topic public humiliation. I can't wait to get the calls, but just know every week is a different topic and you can find out the topic at TikTok and Instagram at Robin Shaw Comic. And then you just call in and the phone number is 720-727-6296. Security. Hi. <laughs> Were you sleeping? No, no. All, I was thinking, I'm like, you're very lucky that the only type of camera phones that were around back then were so like, the no, they weren't cameras. It was just like record, like, like actual the ones camera. Had, yeah, on the like shoulder. Dad, like dad used that when we were a kid, but was like 90% filming the floor because yeah. my dad would always press record when he thought he was stopping. So and so <laughs> half of our home videos are the floor. <laughs> Security, I will, I promise you I'll get and ask you what your public humiliation is. But before we do, I have such a great call today coming in. I'm so excited Guys, I don't know about you, but I'm obsessed with the Real Housewives franchise, especially New Jersey, New York, and Beverly Hills. Those are my three that I watch. And during the pandemic, Danielle Cabral started following me, and she actually like, reached out to me about doing like a charity event. This was before she was even on the show. And then uh, during the pandemic, we became friendly, and I asked her to call in today. So I'm so excited to talk to her, and we'll find out what her public humiliation is. And she's on TV, so I'm sure she's got something. So security, yeah, can you get her on the line? Okay, Robin, we have Danielle on the phone. Danielle! Oh, wait, is that security? That is security. I am dead. I am your number one fan, the both of you. I oh. adore you both. Thank you so much. Do you know, Danielle, every every year, every year, I have to give him updates on The Real Housewives, like whatever's going on. He doesn't know anything, but like always be like, you're not going to believe what happened. And then I tell him the story. <laughs> like he, But I would think you'd be totally invested. Like security, you seem like you would be totally invested in is. Housewives. He totally is, but it has to be through me. Like he won't sit and watch each week, but he wants to hear what's going on. And I tell him. Yeah, yeah, of course. We get the like the footnotes, right? <laughs> the best, the best of every week. I yeah. don't blame him. <laughs> Otherwise, it's too much fluff. He wants the hardcore drama, and like you know, he's a man. He does his attention spans like shorter than you know anything. <laughs> so I was telling everyone before I called you, which I think is like so sweet that I went back to look at our first message, and our first message is you doing like some charity and wanting to team up, and I just think that is like. I don't know, this is such of who your character is. I see all the time you're doing so much good. Our first message was the first week you went viral and I came across your page. I'm like, who is this chick? And then I researched you and I and I was on your YouTube page when you used to do those science videos when you had like <laughs> zero views. Right. You had zero views and I watched you grow and um, I must have DM'd you and was like, just I'm just so proud of you. And I, it's a joy to watch your success. Um, and I, I've been a day oneer before I was a housewife. And, um, <laughs> no, it's true. This but, was before you were a housewife you message and you just were so sweet uh and and i'm well i could say the same about you wait is your like has this past year for you just been insane what like bo bonkers 
it might actually blow your first year of like making it big out of the water. I'm because sure. Because it was bonkers. It was nuts. I mean, it's just the, the Bravo fan base is just so humongous and diehard and passionate. Like, are yes. you are you enjoying it? So, yeah, I am. And here's the thing. Like, you and I come from the same world where our platforms on social media are, like, always doing good. So we come from a a space where women love women. Mm. And then here I am. I'm like, oh, okay. We're not in that space anymore. And, um, you know, fans are super passionate. But you got to take it with a grain of salt. Like, how, how can you say, like, I don't like being on one of the top rated shows on television. You just can't like, yeah. I enjoy it. I love going out and people recognizing us and they're like, thank God for you. It's so like, fun, I love right? It, like it's so fun. People it like is. when they come up to me on the streets and like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, are you kidding? I've waited my whole life for people to stop me on the street. I'm asking my fans for pictures. Like they'll stop me and they'll be like, Oh, I'm such a fan. I'm like, you want a picture? <laughs> I know. I, it, you know what? And I hope we never lose that. I know. I hope we never lose that because that's just so genuine. And uh, I've seen some Bravo people that they don't they're not like that. And, uh, you know, it's like, ugh, come yeah, on. I don't think you're going to lose that. It's not that's not who your personality is. You're so uh, you're I, I just uh, I love you so much. I'm so happy we're talking. You, me, I my whole family's outside in the pool. I threatened their whole lives. They said, if you walk in this house, I'm going to kill you. So they're all, who, one of them may be drowning. God only knows. You're like, this is a very serious <laughs> call I'm on. Do not disturb me. Uh, yes, yes. I have a question. How did you even get on the show? How'd that even happen? So it's like a bunch of things. I, I think when it comes to like Jersey, they audition everybody, mainly they go for the money, right? So like I Jersey's been mingling in the background for a couple of years for me, but I don't have the money yet. I will one day, but I'm not there yet. Wait, so, when you say they go for the money, they go they bring on cast members who have money. Is that what you mean? Yes, like okay. successful, already rich, like buku money, mm. like that. And um, I was always intimidated by joining the franchise because I was like, okay, well, that's not me yet. It will be one day. So, you know, it never was a real thing. And then I guess the stars aligned. Uh, Teresa and I have done work in the past. My name got brought up. And, you, you know, I was like, oh, God, okay, here's the first interview. But like you, you know, you go on so many of these things, nothing ever sticks. You right. never know when it's going to happen. So then one interview became two three, four, before you knew it, I, I had the Bravo execs in my home. I'm like, wait, what oh is God. happening right now? And I guess just the stars aligned and Jersey just needed um, a little, something different. Yeah, some spice. <laughs> you think they'd have enough spice, but no, we needed more. <laughs> A, di- a different kind of it's spice. Di- because- it is a different kind of spice. You you really are very different than everyone else on that sh- that this what's on right now. Yeah, and and I, I've grown to like be okay with that. When I was intimidated by that in the beginning, because well, for me, Bethany Frankel is the best housewife of all time, and mm. why I loved her so much is because you could watch her success. Yes, I was I was just thinking of that when you said that before about the money. I'm like, well, when Bethany first started, she yep. was. I mean, that first season, she's in a supermarket, like trying to get people to buy her product. Like she was in the supermarket and be like, yeah. try my, my product, try my product, you know? Yep. And that's, that's me right now. And, and people like to watch that. 
Um, people like to watch the growth of someone's success on how they do it. Yeah, it's fun to watch the multimillionaire like roll up in the Rolls Royce in their mansion, but some people want to know that it's still obtainable and like to learn from it. Yeah, and it's the relatable factor. So many people yeah. look at you and like, oh, she's like me, or she reminds me of my best friend. She reminds me of my yeah. sister, you know. Yeah, and I'm proud of that now. Like, I'm proud I could bring that to the franchise. Yeah, yeah, no, and it's so funny because at first I was like, yeah, you're the tame one. And the fact that you're not tame at all. Like, I know, Jersey, I know. Jersey's so wild. Jersey is so, especially this past season. I mean, what's like the biggest pro and con, you think, of being on the show? So the biggest pro of, of being on the show is like just, the opportunities that come your way if you're smart about it if you take advantage and you're smart it can change your life in the best way possible and then in the, the cons also you need to um protect yourself in a way you realize that maybe not everybody out there is like you and has a heart like you and you shouldn't you, you gotta like okay see things from a different angle because sometimes you know I put myself out there and I got hurt. Yeah. I mean, I got hurt. You know, some people go on the show and they they go on the show to be a housewife. I didn't know what that was. Mm. I went on as myself and I never experienced that hurt before. You know, I like, how can anybody not like me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's obviously them. Let me just say that right now. If someone doesn't like you, it's on them. Yeah, well, they all freaking hate me. I'm like, wait a second, how did this happen? In the words of my mother, they're just jealous of you. <laughs> if anyone hates me, that's what my mom says. Right, but but you could. I, I will say that to my daughter to the end of time, and people have said to you they're jealous of you, but when you're the one crying and hurting, yeah. it still freaking hurts. Yeah, and I wonder, yeah. are, are you talking so much more about the women or are you talking about, like, the public? No, the public, I don't even care about. It's the, the women. women. Yeah. Because I really thought I could be great friends with all of them. And when you're misunderstood yeah. and then they gang up on you, it's like, whoa. Yeah. And it's so hard because I saw, you know, like the season when your words were getting twisted and like, or just like, actually, basically, I think it was you were lied about. Like, I don't think, you know, you really didn't say anything wrong, in my opinion. But um, yeah, I think that's so hard. Because one, you don't know who to trust then, you know, because you're like, wait, I thought we were friends. I thought I could trust you. I, right. and, uh, when when you, when people you think are your friends do stuff that hurt you, it really is the worst. I think fighting with a girlfriend sometimes is like worse than fighting with your husband or boyfriend. Because you're it's like such a bond with women. And then you're like, wait, that, that wasn't there. I think that's so hurtful. Right. And, and I never want to be because my mom is like, you're going to hate everybody. As soon <laughs> as when you get older, you're going to hate everybody. Trust me. I don't want to be like that. I want to go in like with the best intentions. And that's what I did. And I was I was let down. I was like confused. Um, you know, I learned so much from just that first year. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like, I'm really excited to get into <laughs> The next one. I'm so excited too. I'm so excited. <laughs> you're such good TV. Again, you're relatable, but like you're smart and you're witty. It's just you were you were so good this year. Like thank you. And this was just your thank first you. year. Imagine what's gonna come, you know, when you really know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I tell Teresa, I'm like, I don't know how you did this for 14 years, 15 years. Like I, I was like my mind was blown that somebody would put themselves through this. For so many years. <laughs> and she's really laid everything out on the table. I don't care. You People could be pro-Teresa, don't like her, hate her. I don't even care. You have to admit, she has given all 
to us Bravo fans. Like she, I mean, really she put it out she there for us. She doesn't even, Robin, she doesn't even know her star power. And that's what makes her the best because she is so authentically herself mm. on camera and off camera. Uh, even yeah. off camera, when I talk to her, I'm like, Teresa, what? Like, it's just the same person. And that's why she is the GOAT. Is she your closest on the show? So I have, like, different relationships with everybody. So, yeah, Teresa and Louie, we love me and my husband. Oh, my God. I can't tell you what it's like to listen to the press and hear all the horrible things they say about Louie because it's so not true. Okay, good. I'm glad you said that because I was going to ask. So, well, you know, by that last season finale, so, you know, when everyone was accusing me of everything and then everything in the press. So you're saying that's just not true and I should go by, like, their personalities. Yeah, li- listen, you want to talk about what I did 25 years ago? Okay, fine. <laughs> but I'm a good person now. Yeah, you've got to go from, off now. From all I've known from Louie is he's just the the best guy. And you have to look at it from this angle too, right? Like if your loved one is being bashed and hurt, mm-hmm. he goes home with Teresa every night and Teresa took everything to heart. Yeah. I know Melissa and Joe did too. They both, they all hurt. But when someone is in so much pain and you're their loved one, you want to protect them. Yeah. See, like I come from a place. This is why the show is so hard for me is because like, I just come from a place where I don't even let people talk. I'm just like, all right, let's go. Meet me outside. But the housewives, (laughs) you can't meet them outside. Guys, guys, we have to remember, she may be on the Real Housewives of New Jersey, but this is a Staten Island woman. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> you're talking about the housewives where you have to like verbally assault someone it's a very different world i don't know how to do that like staten island's like a whole other level how they haven't done the real housewives of staten island you know why because someone would end up in jail Look, the whole cast would end they, up in jail they did it mob, mob wives <laughs> they that was yes, that's exactly. the real housewives of staten island mob wives so funny you know because i'm from long island and so like staten island was such a presence in um, you know my life growing oh, up yeah. and it's just i mean this stereotype this a reason you guys are so funny oh my god staten island is just for those of you who don't know staten island it's take her take danielle's voice but then like put that on everyone (laughs) like wait did you know i did true life i'm a staten island girl no no do you remember that show from back in the day remember that show on mtv yeah, that's before Jersey Shore. We did a True Life episode on I'm a Staten Island Girl, and I was one of the three girls they followed. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait. Oh, my God. Wait, I'm not even kidding. I remember that episode. Because one of the girls, watch, it was you, was trying to get rid of her accent because she was taking that's action. Me. That, that was me. me. Oh, my God. I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. Oh, my God. That's that so was crazy. me. That's so crazy. I just had the memory, guys. So, oh, my yep. gosh. That's so, I cannot believe that's you. That's yep, so crazy. That is me. So when I tell you things don't happen overnight, it's a journey, yeah, oh as you God. know. I know. My I... science project, YouTuber, <laughs> it doesn't happen I overnight. I know. I know. If you do a deep dive on me, there's so many like videos, and then you realize, oh, she's been doing this for a long time. Like I've been doing all these crazy, you know, people watch now, and now it gets hundreds of thousands or millions of views. But I was doing this exact same things when it would get five views. Like I, I didn't care. Five yeah. views or a million. I, fo- I followed you then. I actually <laughs> followed you before you went viral and and bef- and then i watched the whole thing happen but i'm like this chick is blowing shit up in her little cubicle of a kitchen where does she live what is, <laughs> who is she she's writing things on poster boards like 
I did. I lived in a cubicle when when you found me. But now, but now I'm realizing I knew you first from the MTV True Life. Yeah. <laughs> so really, yeah, that, was, found... that was like a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> What's your like? Do you have a favorite story while film, like either with Teresa or while filming, like something, you know, a good story? Oh my god, you would love this. I wish I could bring you like a fly on the wall to the events and take this the right way. Yeah. The amount of the amount of food. That was at the events. I don't know if you ever heard, but I would bring Tupperwares with me <laughs> and bring the food home. I love it. Because that. it was off the charts. Would you really bring Tupperware? No, I would bring Tupperware in my purse. I love you. It was, it was such a sin. It was ridiculous. They did everything for show. We'd get there. We'd all fight and kill each other. And no one would eat a freaking thing. Oh, and my I'm God. Like, oh. You know I'm what we have to home. do this year, that, you know, for the next season is you have to tell me where the event is so that at the end, when filming's wrapped and everyone's leaving, we film me walking in and getting all the food for you. A hundred percent. No, you're, I already have so many things planned. You're coming to one of the shoots. I mean, one thousand percent, a hundred percent. And then you have to bring your security yeah. and he's got to protect you. He'll protect or maybe both I'll hire him as my security. Yes. Yes. This short Jewish guy's new security. Oh my Just know God. He's going to be eating and he doesn't fight. And he, <laughs> if anyone talks bad to him, he'll just start crying. So just know oh my God. That's your new security detail. That is hot. No, well, he's going to come on set when we film an all cast because something will definitely go down and I'm going to be like, security, step in. And he's not going to know what the hell to do. Can you imagine him standing in between like Joe and Louie? The two of them going yes. at each other and just security's just in between them crying or eating a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> With prosciutto and mozzarella hanging off like, oh, oh my I God, it. I love it. What'd your husband think of, of filming? He was, you know, my husband is, uh, they say, the salt of the earth, my father says. He's Mm. just the greatest guy on the face of the earth. And he was fine. The guys have no problem. They go and talk in the corner. We kill each other on the other side. They're (laughs) having shots with each other. They don't care. They don't really care. But he's my biggest supporter. He's He's so sweet and cute. You did good. You did really good. He seems like such a sweet, cute guy. I know. I know. He's so hot. How'd you meet him? In Las Vegas, Studio 54, at like 3 a.m. Memorial Day weekend. Oh, my God. See, this is a Boston boy. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's from Boston. I thought he was from Staten Island. Oh, okay. But Boston and Staten Island both have that tough, you know. (laughs) Yes. Well, I had VIP in the club, and all of his boys were like lined up like a smorgasbord. And I was like, and at the time I was living in Hollywood, and I was like, oh, my God, East Coast, East Coast guy, East Coast guy, (laughs) East Coast guy. And I saw him, and when I tell you, I felt, it's like, I describe it like, you know when you had Leonardo DiCaprio and Devin Sawa on your walls and you envisioned your whole life with them? Yeah. Or whoever you loved? That was what I felt when I saw Nate for the first time. Aww. I just love it for a sight. I love it. I'm so happy. I mean, he really is. You could tell you have such a good sports system. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Okay, speaking of men, and since you're from Staten Island, I thought we'd play a quick Kill, Mary Fuck, Staten Island edition. Yo. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> okay, so, so remember, me- Kill, Mary Fuck, the person you marry, you never get to sleep with. The person you fuck, it's a one-night stand, and then you never see them again. And the person you kill, well, how about he doesn't die? How about we just... We we just never we we put him on a boat and send him off to sea. Okay. 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 Because <laughs> I'm not from Staten Island. I'm not killing anyone. Wait, why do you gotta have me marry someone and not sleep with them? Okay, like I'm in love. Okay, I get it. You're just in love. Okay. So we have okay. Pete Davidson, Vinny from the Jersey Shore, and Emilio okay. Estevez. I didn't know that he was born in Staten Island. Emilio Estevez from the Mighty Ducks. What? Wait. What? Secure. Estevez. What did I say? Estevez. I don't well, know. you know what, security? <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Okay. Wait, Emilio Estevez from, from it, Mighty he, Ducks? He was born in Staten Island. Oh, I never knew that. All right, we're just going to, we're going to ship him on the boat. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I would marry Vinny. And fuck Pete Davidson. Oh, I think that's the way to go. I think that's the way to go. Yeah, um, Pete, Pete would, we would not be good together. We're two doozy bots. We both got mental issues. It wouldn't be good. <laughs> yeah. Although, you know, I started stand up with Pete. Such a nice guy. I bet he is. I bet he's the nicest guy ever. But it doesn't matter. All these beautiful girls are saying he has a wonderful penis. So we should well, go I on mean, that. I mean, don't instead. you want to know? Don't you want to know? <laughs> I really do. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So my last question for you is, so today's episode is about you know, public humiliation. I mean, no. your whole life has been public this past year. Do, what's your most embarrassing moment? Okay. Most embarrassing moment. When I was living in Hollywood, I did a game show with the Alfonso Ribeiro as the host. I'm not uh-huh. gonna say, I haven't even watched the show because it's so mortifying. It was me and two other male contestants, and I went on the show to win money so Nate could move out to Hollywood with me. I was so dumb and answered the question so incorrectly (laughs) that these two contestants kept me on because they knew I was stupid and would fail to answer the questions, and they won. Do you remember any of the questions you got wrong? One of the questions had to, I forget, it was something along the lines of, um, there's a band called something peaches or whatever. And I beeped and Alfonso goes, what is it? And I'm like, peaches and cream. <laughs> and, and he's like, no. And even worse, there was a person in the audience. This is how far, oh, how far, um, how long ago it was a person in the audience screams out, Hey, weren't you on MTV true life? <laughs> I'm like, no, but it was, the worst. I, I don't even. I have not even watched it to this day. Oh my god! I was so stupid. That's on it. so funny. Is it out yeah. there? Like, can people find it? People screenshot it to me now. They go, "Excuse <laughs> me, is this you?" I'm like, "No, that's <laughs> no, not me." Not <laughs> <laughs> that's she looks so like funny. me. That is yeah. so funny. Okay. Also, you so bougie kids. That's yours. T- tell it. Tell me about it. Yeah, so Bougie Kids is my clothing company. It's my children's clothing company. I cannot wait to show you and share with like everybody all the amazing things that are happening now since being on the show. I've made my own line right in Jersey. So I'm like so I'm just so proud of 
uh, taking advantage of all the opportunities that came with this platform. Uh, so I love it. And if you ever want me, I mean, it's kids clothes, but I'm 411. So if you want me to try <laughs> on anything and model it, I am. I love You're coming to, to the launch party. You're coming yes. to the launch party. And give me one of the give me one of the little shirts and I'll wear it. Me <laughs> hanging out. Oh, my God. Please don't make me laugh. I, I just had a tummy tuck and my, my tummy really, really hurt. <laughs> Wait, did you really? Did you get a tummy tuck? I did. I did. But not for like vain reasons because I had extra skin. Yeah. Well, when I, I lost, I lost 85 pounds 10 years ago and I got all the skin removed too. And I'm, I'm oh, so you happy. Did that? Yeah. I did it 10, more than 10 years, probably 15 years ago. Uh, best, oh. best thing I ever did because I lost 85 pounds. I had all this extra skin and I just, I didn't feel confident here. I was in the best yep. shape of my life and I still was, didn't want anyone to see me or touch me or anything got the surgery and it boosted my self-esteem so much. And it's like, I'm so grateful and, and thankful I did it. You literally just took the words out of my entire vlog of why I did the surgery, because that's me. I'm in the best shape of my life, but like, I can't wear a cute top and I'm filming with Melissa Gorga over here. Who's like, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, what? so I'm, I'm two weeks post-op. Uh, right okay. Now. Well now, now it gets easier. I, I, when I did it, when people are about to do it, I always say the first 48 hours are literally going to be the worst 48 hours of your entire life ever. Yeah. Cause it's so painful. But then after that, every day is better and better. And then once you hit like the two week mark, three week mark, it's then smooth sailing. I feel. Yeah. Um, but my drain, one drain comes out, my last drain comes out tomorrow and I cannot freaking yes, wait. that's so. going to be, then that's the turning point. Oh, that's so okay. great. Well, congratulations on your body. I don't know if, the, uh, <laughs> yeah. my, as we both get canceled tomorrow, I don't even know if this is how you're supposed to talk about plastic surgery. <laughs> no, I, I, it might be, you know, on plastic surgery is, you know what, you should always do whatever you can to make yourself feel good and happy as long as you're safe and healthy doing it, yes. you know? Agreed. Um, yep. But, oh my God, I love talking to you. We, can we get together soon and actually hang out? Please, I would love that. I really would love that. We probably could tell so many great stories. I know, probably so much we can't say on on the internet. <laughs> uh, yeah, a hundred percent. Although knowing us, we probably will share it all on the internet. But, yeah, um, yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no one else. It'll be a full video, <laughs> edited, music, the whole nine. Yeah. Wait, can you just, can you say your website for everyone so they can find the clothes? It's bougiekids.com. B-O-U-J-I-E-K-I-D-Z.com. Okay, Danielle, you're the best. Thank you so much for calling in. All right, I'll talk to you later. Okay, you All got right. it. Thanks, Robin. Bye. Bye. Oh my gosh, I love her. She's great. Right? Does she remind you of all my friends? All your friends, right? yes. <laughs> Smushed all into yeah. one. Oh my God, she is such good energy. I love her. Okay, the, you, I have to fill you in on The Real Housewives of New Jersey. Like, it, it was insane. Well, you know what? I'm just going to give you a three-sentence recap, okay? Right. This woman, Teresa, has been on since season one, okay? Mm -hmm. Her sister-in-law joined in season two, and she was pissed. Ten years later, she's still pissed. You're caught up. All okay? right. That's got all it. You need I to got know. it. Wonderful. <laughs> all right, security, um, let's open up the lines. I want to hear everyone's public humiliation stories. Okay, Robin, we have Alexandra calling all the way from Belgium. Hi, Alexandra. <laughs> Hello, Robin. <laughs> I, I believe you're our first international call. Wow. Oh, goodness. Okay. How exciting. This is very exciting. Believe. Okay. So I have no idea. Why, <laughs> you why are. You're I very... Like... Uh, security, do you remember any other... International? No, th this is our first. Yes. Okay. This is very exciting. We've gone international, ladies and gentlemen. All right, Alexandra. So today's topic was 
is public humiliation. So tell us what you got. Right. So um, about 25 years ago, my sister, who was living in Belgium at the time, moved to Ireland. They'd been going there on holidays. and They decided to settle so they knew people and stuff. And I helped her because her kids were small to do the move. And we'd been there a couple of days and I was having problems because I wasn't used to the accents. So I had no idea what people were saying to me. Um, and so we go, it's this little village. We go to the village party in the village hotel and she's introducing me to all these people and I'm not understanding anything they're saying to me. And at one point we sit down on these two little stools and this uh, little person comes in and he comes up to my sister and she says hello to him and she introduces and says, you know, Alex, this is uh, we Brian, we Brian, this is Alex. And uh, he, she says, this is my sister Alex who lives in Brussels. And he says, you know, her, her, her Brussels. I only understand Brussels. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, I live in Brussels. And then, um, mind you, I'm really tall. So sitting on this stool, I am face to face with we Brian standing. And um, he looks at me and he goes, so you're a giant. <laughs> and, and I'm like, ah. Uh, and for a half a second, I thought, well, you know, he's short, I'm tall. And I looked at him and I said, yeah, I guess I am rather tall. And he looks at me, goes, no, dear, are you enjoying it? Wait, what is he saying? He meant, are you enjoying it? Oh, are you enjoying Oh, my God. See, I thought he said that, too. I know. And so the entire, my sister falls off the stool laughing. The entire pub is like, the tall woman just called wee Brian, you know, just said she was a giant. And so I want to die. I just want to oh die. Oh, my God. Point. I'm embarrassed for you. I had like another two weeks in this village every time. And of course, you see everyone every time like we Brian and he thought it was hilarious. Yeah. So every time you see me, he'd like wave. And I was like, ah, hi. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm embarrassed for you. I'm embarrassed for you. Oh, oh I wanted to die. I mean, I am 5'10". Okay. <laughs> I love you. Well, I guess I am rather tall. <laughs> I, I don't know. For like, like I had this like moment of absolute idiocy and it's made sense. I was like, yeah, I guess I am rather tall. Oh my what God. The? Yeah. And 25 years later, I can guarantee you every time I go to visit my sister and we are out and these people who now are friends, some idiot comes up to me and goes, so Alex, are we giants? Yes. <laughs> and everyone laughs. <laughs> oh my god that's so good 25 years later i'm still gonna remember this call too so don't you worry <laughs> oh my the god tall woman who said she was a giant little person <laughs> that's so good alexandra thank you for being our first international call that is very <laughs> much pleasure. a public humiliation story <laughs> all right bye. bye thank you so much <laughs> Oh, my God. That was so funny. So funny, yet it's so embarrassing. No, like, when she like, I know that humiliation when, like, you say something, you put your foot in your mouth, and, like, one, like, it really was, like, she just misunderstood, but, like, because it's not, in, like, you're half insulting, so, like, it's a foot in your mouth. Like, the worst is when you say to someone, like, which I will never do when you ask someone, like, how far along they are and they're not pregnant. Oh, that, no, I, I wouldn't even... 
think I, that I, I wouldn't even go there. Even it's no. I know, sometimes people are okay. Like I went out to lunch with someone. It was a business, and she was so clearly nine months pregnant. Like she was ready to pop. I still didn't ask her. You don't. No. You do not. <laughs> I told her she got fat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I didn't want to. I didn't want to assume she was pregnant, so I just said, "Hey, you got fat." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, security, why don't you put through another call? Okay, Robin, we have Kelly on the phone. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Robin. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm talking to you. Thank you so much for calling into call waiting. I can't believe I'm talking to you. I feel like I talk to you regularly. I just, like, DM you all the time, and then you actually respond, and, you know, we're BFFs. Exactly. I know. Sometimes like, because I do, I get so many messages every day and I try to answer, you know, a bunch a day. And I think people are always shocked that I do. Because I'll be like, oh my God, really? That's so cool. You're like, wait, you actually were reading these? I'm like, I try. Um, All right. So today is public humiliation day. What story do you have for us? So I just want to start off by saying I am 39. I've never had kids. And I may or may not have had a public accident, and it was pretty embarrassing. So I was at Kohl's, which is a department store, and I don't know, you probably have heard of it. And yeah. I was in the fitting room, and I was like, oh, my God, I really have to go to the bathroom. So I started putting on my clothes and, like, trying to hurry out of there so I can run down to the bathroom. And then I was like, nope, I can't. I'm not going anywhere. And I just literally, Robin, I spread my leg and it was like Niagara no. Falls, just peeing, straight oh, peeing. No. And I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? So I have no toilet paper. I have no tissues. I have nothing to clean it up with. And I'm like, I'm not going to use my own clothes to clean this up. No. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to put on my clothes. I did not. I did not use clothes from Kohl's. I promise. I did not. And I run out, and I was like, I'm looking for paper towels, and I see an employee. And I walk up to her, and I'm like, I did something bad. And she looked at me <laughs> like, oh, what did this woman do? And I was like, I just peed all over the fitting room. <laughs> I never ran out of that place so fast. I refuse to go back. My picture's probably hanging somewhere in the back room saying, do not let this woman try on clothes. And yeah. Can, can I just say, I give you credit even for telling the employee. If it was me, I would have pulled up my pants and left and act like, no, I still would. I went to, I would have gone to the counter, paid for my shit and then left. I give you, I give you so much credit for telling an employee. Well, I couldn't just, I worked in retail, so I know how it goes. I don't want to leave it for someone to just surprise. There is, the fitting room was full. Like, they definitely, the people on the other side of me definitely hurt me. And also, if you did it, if you didn't tell the employee, then and someone found it, then maybe they would have gotten a picture of you and thought you were doing that to like, you know, vandalize. <laughs> but the fact that you told an employee, clearly this was an accident. Humiliating, yes, but an accident. <laughs> Have you been back to that store? Uh, no, I refuse to. And like, <laughs> you, sometimes you have to go though, and I like will make my husband go in, or I'll be like, 
I can't I'll order online. That's what I just got to do now. Forever. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. We're going to have, in solidarity, I won't go into Kohl's either. I'll be like, I'm sorry, I have a friend who peed herself. I can't. <laughs> We're sticking together. Um, oh, my God, that was great. All right, thank you so much for sharing your public humiliation story with all of us. I I guarantee there are many of us listening who that has happened to as well. I, please, I, I pooped myself on a bus once. Oh, my God. Thankfully, I've never done that. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, I didn't do it either. (laughs) Uh, All right, thanks for calling. It was so great talking to you. I'll see you in the DMs. All right, bye, security. Bye. Okay, so guys, yes, I pooped myself on a bus, but I was 13. Security pooped himself in Target. Yeah. (laughs) Last week, no. (laughs) This morning. (laughs) <laughs> when was that? Uh, it had to have been about yeah ten years ago. Right, and you bought, wait. So what happened again? I got. I I ran into. I ran into a store. I ran into buy a, clothes. I, I bought pants. Yeah. Ran into the stall. <laughs> the stall had no paper. Pa- had no toilet paper. <laughs> oh, okay, I don't even want to hear this story anymore. All right, we go to our next caller. <laughs> kind of grows down. Jeez, I wish I could delete the last thirty seconds of my life. <laughs> I right, went through the next call. Okay, Robin, we have Ariel on the line. Hi, Ariel. It's Aries. Oh, Aries. So, security, you're yes. fired. You have one job. Your one job <laughs> is to say people's names. <laughs> it's Aries on the line. <laughs> yes. Do you see what I have to deal with? Do you say <laughs> Hi, Aries. How are you? How are you? I'm good. I finally got so, through. I was like, yay, I finally got through. So, I was so happy. Ah, thank you for for like sticking with it and keep trying because I know I know sometimes it's hard to get through. But we, I'm so happy to be talking to you. Tell me, what is your public humiliation story? Well, it was recent. I had a procedure by my femur and um, by my pelvic, right? And so as uh, my procedure was done and everything, um, the surgeon had came in. The doctor had came in, and all of a sudden you see his residents coming in with him and he says, Oh, can my group of um, residents, can, can they take a look? We're going to look at you, you know, the procedure you just had done. I only expected the doctor to do it. Not like the rest. Like he had a whole crowd with him. Like he had like, I want to say seven of them plus him. And then like, I was humiliated, embarrassed because, they had it checked by my pelvic, so that was that was like my private, and I was naked. So I was like, "Oh my god!" Not only is he gonna look, but he had these seven people just, you know, take a look. You should have been like, "Um, excuse me, can one of you take me out to dinner first? <laughs> like, this is a little awkward." As someone who spent many, many times in the hospital, I too cannot believe when like they bring in like ten people and they're looking. I, I had a staph infection. I was like right by my a sur- a surgery, right like above my my vagina. Oh well, yeah, I guess it's a vagina. Lower abs. I don't know. <laughs> it's my elbow. <laughs> but I um, it's so awkward when they bring it, especially because half of them are like students, so they're like twenty two, and I'm like, are you even old enough to see this body part? You know. What? So I, I feel you. But it, let me let me calm your nerves. 
they see so much every day that you were probably just like a li- I know for you it's scarring, but I promise you in their eyes you they were like you were like a little blip. So so I hope you lose no sleep over it. I don't know. I, it was embarrassing for me, but you're right. They get to see this every day, so it's like yeah. nothing to them. So yeah, I mean they they probably look in people's buttholes, you know, like that. You, that's the, you know they don't care. I don't know why I went with buttholes, but they see a lot. Yeah, yeah. You know what? The other embarrassing <laughs> when they brought me from the procedure to because they had to take me to ICU, right? So then when they were transferring me. They had to rush me to the other bed into the other room, but before they put me into the bed, they had to roll me over, and they did see my butthole too. So I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god!" And there was like more of them. There was like fifteen, like all doing. You're like there was a camera crew. <laughs> yeah, it was just too much. But yeah, that was. Very embarrassing. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, the hospital. And then they give you those robes where your butt's hanging out. The whole thing's a mess and embarrassing. I hear you. But just remember, you're one of a billion that they say. I love it. Uh, thank you so much for calling in. It was thank great talking you. to thank you. Thank you so much. for nice talking to you, Robin. Congrats for everything that's happening. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. All right. Take care. Oh my gosh, no, hospitals are like so, it's always a mess. You're like, the. why do they give you those robes where the whole back is hanging out? I took two. What do you when, mean? When I was in the hospital, I took two. One for my front and back. Because I was like, <laughs> what? One for your front, one for your face. Because <laughs> I, I am a loving sister, just so you know. You appreciate the banter, oh my right? God. You, you, like you if would've... I just started being nice to you, what, I would, how would I that... I'm like, something's not right. Like she's she's if, mad at if me. If I said, wow, security, you're doing such a good job. What did I do wrong? Security, you look great today. What's wrong? <laughs> What's wrong with my outfit? <laughs> Oh, my God. All right, let's do another call. Okay, Robin, we have Sarah on the line. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Robin. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for calling in. Today's topic is public humiliation. What's your story? Okay, so this is a really, really sad story, but I I heal. I'm in a process of healing, so just be prepared. It's, It's sad. So okay. I was like around, okay, I was around seven of eight. Um, I was uh, third grade. I'm from Venezuela, by the way. So my mom was living with this guy, of stepfather. He was a very mean, mean person. And I always, because I had so much anxiety, he, I used to be in bed because I always so scared, always so nervous. So one day, he made my mom forced my mom to make up, you know, the cardboard boxes. He makes my mom write down, like, this is high, Sarah. Uh, I'm eight years old, and I pee in my bed. Like, I'm the embarrassing of the family, you know? And he mm-hmm. made me, my mom put it front and back, made me walk to the, around the neighborhood with all the kids. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. This really created a wound in my heart. Like, it makes the way I was acting during teenager years. I was always so shy, uh, very low self-esteem. And, yeah, I'm still healing. 
Um, but hey, I'm hopeful for the future. I'm so I'm so sorry that that happened that that you went through that. Humiliating a child, I think, is like the worst thing because one, that's like the years you're like learning to be confident and you're learning to who you are, and then to be humiliated like that is so awful. I'm so so sorry, but I'm so happy you called in because I think it's a lesson to a lot of people that you know sometimes as a child we get so broken but like we do have power as an adult to to move forward and to be strong and and i think like i I, you should be so so proud of yourself because it's so easy when you're hurt and broken as a child to then bring that in adulthood and use it you know reasons why x y and z but i think you're doing so amazing at being an amazing person and you should you should just be really proud of yourself um hey just therapy um surround yourself with positive people that are willing to take a time to listen to you. Aww. I wish I could give you, I'm, I'm sending you the biggest hug right now and, uh, and so much love and just keep being amazing. Cause y- you, you are amazing. Yeah. Thank you. And say hi to security. The other day I saw him and I was too afraid to say hi. Uh, oh my God, you should always say hi. We live for it. We live for it. All right, I love you and thank you so much for calling in and share and sharing your story. All right, bye-bye, Robin. Bye. Oh, that call was that call was a lot. You know, I think, you know, that when I said public humiliation, you know, it's so funny. I jumped to funny because to me, when I'm embarrassed, I use comedy to get through. And every time I am embarrassed, I go, okay, eventually this will be a funny story. But actually the truth is like, especially as a child, but adult too, humiliation sometimes could just be so hurtful and can sometimes break us. But like from that call and and from my words, I hope anyone who's listening, when you have those moments, whether it was as a kid or as an adult where you're humiliated, just know there's you you will get through it. You will get stronger. You will be better for it. And there is humor. Like fall on humor, fall on your strength, use therapy, use your friends. Like she said, take a walk, eat some ice cream, have a cookie. Uh, and just know I love all of you guys. So, all right. Wow. Security. Yeah. Are you okay? I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> I, security was a teacher for many years. So yeah. He, and just the idea of uh, trying to like teach through humiliation yeah. is not the way to do it. No. It's not and it does it doesn't help at all in the future. No. Both security and I were overweight as kids and the amount of times people would humiliate us uh with our weight, thinking that I won't say we've had some family members or people who will go, you know, try to humiliate you weight wise and uh thinking that that's gonna make you lose weight when really all it does is make you hate yourself. <laughs> like and, and, and not like them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> make me fix me it makes you go you're an asshole you should fix you all right guys thank you everyone who called in today every week we have a new topic so make sure you're following me at robin shaw comics so you find out what the topic is and then you just call in 720-727-6296 all right for today's end segment i told you we were going to do some public humiliation towards myself on the cab ride here I messaged three guys that have ghosted, well, two that ghosted me and one that I ghosted. Because I was like, what better way to humiliate myself than message men who don't want to talk to me? So, okay, I have not checked my DMs, but I in my drafts, 
email, I could read you what I wrote each guy. Okay. So I dated this guy who was from France. He lives here now, who works at Google. Um, and I don't know why I'm giving that in detail. <laughs> and his social security number is. Anyway, we were talking for like two days. He asked me out on the date, went to this wine bar. He was so like touchy and like very romantic and like kissing me and yada, yada, yada. And then he goes, do you have a stairwell? And I go, what? No, <laughs> actually, first he said, come back to my place, come back to my place. And I'm like, no, 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 I don't go back to guys' places on the first date because you never know. They could kill you. Okay. <laughs> no, security, you don't understand. As a woman, that's our thoughts. I, you, you don't know. You you never had to go out with someone and go, hope they don't murder me tonight. That's like women's thoughts on their on our first dates. You well, know, now that I know when I go on a first date, that's what she's thinking. You're like, I'll leave my axe at home. <laughs> Okay, so anyway, so he's like, I was like, no, I'm not coming back to your place. And then he, I was like, do you want to come back to my place? And he was like, do you have a stairwell? And I was like, by the way, I know that's not a French accent. I don't know what accent that is. And I was like, what? No. He, and I was like, why? He's like, uh, I, I thought we could make out in the stairwell, which is, you know, that's where all murders go down. But I was like, uh, no, I was like, I have an elevator. And he's like, okay. And I was like, but there's cameras and I have doormans I don't want them to see and he goes oh there's doormans and camera and I was like yeah and this is all as we're walking out we make it outside and it's raining I was like oh let me get us an uber and then he goes uh I gotta go and then he runs runs for like runs and then I never heard from him again so this is what I texted him in the camp <laughs> by the way this was like three months ago I wrote, hi, don't know if you remember me. We went out a couple of months ago. I have a question. At the end of the date, you ran off so fast. Why? Just curious if you don't like me or just really need to poo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. The second guy, I am not checking my text yet to see if any of them responded. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. The second guy was um, the scientist who I just recently dated. I went on three dates with him. The third date was great. It was eight hours long. We went for a walk. We went back to my place. We we watched a movie. We made Sundays. Like, it was great. And then he disappeared. Never heard from him again. That was a few weeks ago. So I wrote, hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a minute. <laughs> no, this one, I, this one was a little more sincere. I wrote, hey, been a minute. Wanted to check to see how you were doing and also ask why I never heard from you. Are you not interested or did the science lab blow up? <laughs> 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 so um, that was sent to the scientist. I call him scientist because he's a scientist. He works in a lab. All right. And then the third guy, I ghosted him. His name, like I call him Bobby because we went on a date and we were like kissing. And he goes, I want you to, call his name was, we'll call him Michael, right? Let's say his name was Michael. And he's like, I want you to call me Bobby. And I was like, okay, Bobby. And all, all night at the bar, I was like, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. And then eventually he's like, why are you calling me Bobby? I was like, you told me to call you Bobby. He's like, no, I said Poppy. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> oopsies. <laughs> so I've been calling him Bobby ever since. All right, so we went on one date, and then he never asked me out again. He, like, texts me, like, every once in a while, like, what's up? And I'm just like, oh, my God. So then, like, about a month ago, he texted me, hi, I don't respond. Then a week later, he writes, hi, I don't respond. A week later, he writes, hi, I don't respond. Three nights ago, he writes, hi. No, nothing else. I'm not exaggerating. Just H-I. Nothing. So in the cab, I wrote back, hi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Opening my text messages. Let's see. Okay. So French guy did not write back. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, it's only been like two hours. So we may hear. Tune in next week to see if there's an update. All right. Let's see if scientist. Or, or he's still running. <laughs> he's still running. Scientist. 
No comment. <laughs> <laughs> no. Maybe the maybe the lab blew up. Blew up. Okay, and Bobby writes. <laughs> Wait, he wrote back. He wrote back. He wrote back. <laughs> he wrote back. Whoa. <laughs> Jeez. All right, guys. Thank you, everyone who called in today. And a special thank you to Danielle Cabral. I love her so much. Thank you for taking the time to call into call waiting. Guys, uh, if you want to see me live, go to my website, robinshaw.com to see the Robin Shaw experience. It's the best show out there. You're going to laugh. You're going to you're going to dance. You're just going to have the best freaking time. And always make sure you're following me at Robin Shaw Comic for the topic so you can call in. And I'm just... I, this was humiliated. Oh, hold on, we got a call. Call Waiting is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Basilio Perez and Jorge Morales Pico. Guest booking by Ali Freelander. Be sure to follow me at Robin Shaw Comic on Instagram and TikTok to find out our next topic and learn when to call each week. And give me a ring at 720-72-ROBIN. That's 720-727-6296. Betches.